for an art of business? The creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities, but they are actually interconnected and complementary. The creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table, while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions. By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Today, I have Andrea Bergstein with me, and uh, Andrea, you have really the one of the most fun companies I think I have seen in a while, which is Scribblet, and I cannot wait for you to talk about it, and it is essentially an opportunity for kids to start publishing and writing, so tell us about your business. Well, Catherine, it's great to connect. Thanks for having me. You know the saying that everyone has a story to tell, and that's pretty much what I'm doing is helping to empower kids to create and tell their stories and publish them. Scriblet is a website that's designed specifically for kids. Um, It has writing, illustration, and publishing tools to really help spark their creativity and then become published authors. It really builds a level of confidence and just like any other achievement. Um, and the goal of Scriblet is really to create that hands-on interaction with literacy and foster a love of literacy. So basically you have a template, you can start typing away. Um, you can add pages that are either text or image or a combination. The illustration function allows you to pick and click from a library of artistically rendered, um, beautiful artists created these for me, um, of backgrounds and characters and um, animals to let you create your own images. Or, of course, you can upload your own artwork or photographs. And then finished stories can be shared in the Scriblet library or be entered into writing contests. Kids can also read celebrity author interviews, they can play word games, and then they can publish a hardcover book, like this I'm showing you. Oh, or yes. book. Oh, I love it. Oh. I love it. Yeah. And for educators, of course, Scriblet is an excellent tool to support the curriculum in things like language arts, of course, poetry, creative writing, personal narratives. Um, world language classes and doing bilingual books, Uh, even science. I had a teacher just recently do a a whole class on um, ecosystems and writing about them. So combining writing with typing skills, fostering creativity, and really strengthening communication, it's a great tool for teachers. I think it's absolutely fabulous because I have to admit that I've talked to one or two entrepreneurs that talked about how they used to do comic books when they were a kid. And uh, this would be, that would feed that desire immediately by just going on and, and I'm going to say like the children go on themselves and make their own account and essentially just start building a book. That's correct. There is parent authorization (laughs) but uh, it's really simple to use and a lot of kids just enjoy the creativity of you know going on and and making images or testing out concepts writing about this and you know 
ideas flow. So that's the whole point. That is really, really incredible. I absolutely love it. And it, it not only helps with the teachers, but it really gives children an opportunity to express themselves. And, you know, speaking of teachers too, um, teachers can be so influential in helping kids too by directing them to this website as well by saying, you know what, this story is fantastic. Why don't you think what it might look like as a published book, you know, and kind of direct them to this page and and see how they can kind of explore it. Because I always felt like sometimes teachers need to give kids a nudge to realize that they have these talents because they might not be getting that at home or at school because there's just so much going on. Right. It's also a really great tool, uh, both at home and in school right now for social emotional learning and support. Um, you know, the pandemic left behind a lot of kids academically, but also they're dealing with a lot of emotions, um, loss, stress, yes. fear, isolation, you know, a whole bunch of emotions that they're trying to deal with. And writing is such a great outlet for getting out your thoughts and feelings. Um, it also aids in helping you process emotions and preserving ideas and memories. If you want to write about somebody, um, helps you develop your voice as well mm -hmm. and, and really builds that self-confidence. So it's another, another great reason, journaling, you know, another great reason to write. Very cool. And we are going to get a little bit more into your background, but I do need to ask just this little bit of history in that what got you started doing this? What was the, the catalyst that made you decide to create this website and introduce children to writing and drawing and all of that sort of stuff? Well, um, Many different things actually combined, but I'm going to, I'm going to focus on my kids, mm -hmm. which, uh, my daughters were instrumental in really encouraging this creativity in me. Uh, my younger daughter is an artist and has a very creative eye and always was drawing from the minute she held a crayon. And my older daughter really loved to write and constantly wrote stories and kept asking me if I could help her get them published. And we would go to the bookstore and we would look up writing contests in American Girl magazine and things like that. And, you know, there really wasn't a lot available for kids. And so, you know, they went to school and every single year the teachers would have this end of year writing assignment and they would go from either stapled pages to writing in white books. And second grade, for my older daughter, there was a teacher, Mrs. Shakti, and she let the kids create and write and draw. And then she cut and paste all of the kids' stories into pre-existing books and laminated every page. And I thought, there has wow. got to be a better way to do this. <laughs> But to attend the uh, author's tea and watch the kids' faces as they presented as published authors was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the catalyst. Um, I do want to add that my older daughter just recently published her very first manuscript. Um, it was... Um, a piece in a medical journal and she's oh, in her wow. second year medical school. And she oh mentioned to me that, you know, she's very happy that she's actually a published author. 
And my younger daughter actually tells stories also, but visually using a camera. And so I just feel like whatever small role Scriblet has played with my kids and with other kids who have published, I really think it's made a difference. That is incredibly powerful. And I... There, there are so many things I need to add to that. One being people um, come to me and say, well, how do you get started being creative? What are your kids doing? I mean, maybe that's the first question you should ask because you said your children were drawing and writing and that kind of got you re-engaged in creativity. But it is just so obvious on how as children that, you know, basically, you know, nurturing that creativity has led them into such great skills that they can use in their, in their real lives, like now as jobs, which is really key to what I'm trying to talk about here. But I, the the fact that you brought those examples up are just incredibly powerful. And I hope that other people see their children kind of toying with these sort of things like, well, how does that one creative thing, how's that going to help them in the future? Because it is going to make them, you know, love their job more because it's fun. It was fun then. And it's, probably still fun now for them. I mean, fantastic. So that's going to lead me to you now. And what were you doing when you were about their age that was fun and creative and clever or just brought you a whole lot of joy? (laughs) I don't know about clever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I believe it or not, I was a child actress. And so uh, I would say both professionally and also in the basement with my cousins acting out <laughs> like Grease or Annie over and over again. Oh my gosh. Um, but professionally, I, I did modeling and TV commercials, um, TV shows and movies. Um, but I was in Canada. So that is, you know, the caveat, you won't know anything <laughs> what I was in. <laughs> but it, it did bring... Um, you know, it brought a lot of joy to my life, but it also added a level of confidence um, and really helped me bring um, my oral communication to a a different level. Um, It opened my eyes to how things got done. You know, like as a kid, everything gets done for you, right? You just show up and play. Uh, Being on a TV set and seeing how many people are involved in making something happen and the level of detail that is labored over, that really intrigued me. That to me was like, I I was glued to what people were doing and talking to people and hearing their stories and, you know, what they did from a makeup person to a props person or you know, learning about a grip. <laughs> yeah. That's a rule. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Always in the credits. I was like, what is that actually? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I got to travel. So a lot of kids my age, you know, in elementary school or middle school who were going to school or having after school sports. And I was traveling. I was going to different parts of Canada or the United States and filming and some of it was on my own, even without a parent. I had to go with a guardian from the film crew. And it was such an experience that just made me appreciate travel and, you know, just being able to see places and meet people, which in addition to the acting, I just loved all of it. 
Yeah, just like um, you had mentioned, just collaboration too. On um, you know, everybody kind of had their brought their best game to the table to pull off this incredible exactly. of doing this filming and things like that. Now, did your mom see you as a star, or you're like, Mom, I want to get into acting? No. Who was, who was no. the one? Nobody saw me as a star. <laughs> um, it was it was really my sister who wanted to get into um, acting and. You know, we were we were a little bit inseparable, and so I was along for the ride. Um, and we and my mom just asked a friend who happened to be a model, and you know, got us an agent, and sort of just helped facilitate. We just had fun. It wasn't about being famous. It wasn't about being a celebrity. It was just fun. I really. I I love it. I love that you got had family support with that too. I mean, that makes it so much easier because you know, mom, mom can make anything happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd like something else to try. Like I would like to try dance. You know, I'd like to try. It was just like one of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It, I think that's fantastic, and just to kind of see what worked. Now, I'm going to assume you did not stay in acting after that because I believe you went to college <laughs> and got a business degree. <laughs> exactly. I know. So, what were your next steps after that? From there, I really thought that what I wanted to do was go into, I wanted to be behind the camera. I wanted to be the person who was coming up with the commercials and the concepts and the creative elements that put together the solution to the business problem. Mm -hmm. And so I went to business school and studied marketing and business and decided that that was going to be my career. And... um you know, I've always kept an element of creativity in my jobs because of that. Um, I started my professional career with Mattel Toys working on Barbie. So, oh, you know, I'm as so a kid, told stories and played with Barbie and acted out stories, I could think of nothing better than a career where I was bringing to other children that element of play and the opportunity to be empowered as a girl, especially mm -hmm. to, you know, find out what it was like to act as a teacher or play out the role of being an Olympic athlete or um, a scientist and testing out those careers and stories that I made up and even just crafting things, you know, creating the home. I didn't have a Barbie dream house. <laughs> I made my own. It was a coffee table. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'd sew with my mom and make clothes for my dolls and like things like that that just always maintained creativity in my world. I ended up doing that professionally and I absolutely love it. So I love that so much. And like I said, I am so jealous of that because I, I love Barbie. And it was more for this, like just kind of creating the lifestyle. It's, it's not that she so much did anything, but you know, she had the clothes and the cars and the, you know, she had this, you know, free career and, you know, didn't have to really worry about anything. It was so great. And just kind of creating these imaginary worlds for her was so much fun. I do have to ask, do you have a favorite Barbie? Because she came in all different forms and careers. Was there one that you particularly, like, oh, man, this is a good one? <laughs> well, there, there was totally hair Barbie where the hair went from the top of her head to the tip of her toes. And 
I really loved creating different hairstyles. So that was, you know, one of my favorites. But there are also designer Barbies that have been created by Bob Mackie and other wonderful designers. The level, again, the level of detail and care that's gone into crafting these fantastic outfits is just incredible. And did you get to do the marketing for uh, those sort of celebrity ones too? Or uh, like what was your... I did. I worked in Canada, France, and the UK and helped build the Barbie brand in all three countries, um, including the regular line as well as the collector doll business. So it was a real joy. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. But then you decided to get into um, helping kids share their stories, which is a little bit of a spinoff from that, which is a spinoff from what you did as a kid, which I love just the building blocks of this, which is is so fantastic. So you are um, basically changing kids' lives, telling, having them tell their stories, <laughs> published authors, uh, printing books, if you like. So, but what are you doing now that is still fun and innovative and still taps into a lot of that creativity? Well, believe it or not, Scriblet is my labor of love and my creative passion. Um, It's, you know, I find in everyday life, the people that I meet and the places I go are always sparking ideas for how to encourage kids to fall in love with literacy. And so a trip to the museum for Mm -hmm. me, just, you know, on a Saturday will Mm -hmm. turn into an idea for how kids should be creating their own coffee table books, art books, yeah, or, um, you know, seeing girl guides selling cookies. And that prompted me to investigate a a writing badge for girl guides. Um, My daughter's own experience with celiac disease prompted me to contact the gluten intolerance group and talk about how kids through that group could, could enter a writing contest that we could promote this writing contest to get kids writing about their stories of self-discovery and and discovering that they had this disease that they needed to deal with. So I think like everywhere I go, I, I could just be enjoying a beautiful day, walk in the park and there's an idea that just germinates (laughs) and I need to follow it through. Exactly. And that's what's great. It's like, let me just get away from my desk for a minute and just explore the world. And it is in museums and walks and things like that. And this is where you're getting even more and more ideas. And I'm sure you get a lot of ideas too, when you talk to the children about some of their thoughts and all of that too, assuming that you do get a chance to still hang out with a bunch of kids all the time. <laughs> well, I, I would love to spend more time with them. Um, <laughs> you know, getting, I do get feedback all the time. Um, a lot of thank yous for having Scriblet available. This warms my heart. Um, there was a grandmother who wrote me from Minnesota about her grandson, who a special needs boy who really couldn't put a paragraph together. And she found Scriblet and got him telling stories and writing stories. And he's published five books on Scriblet. And I, I, it just warms my heart that she took the time. She was thanking me, but she was the one that invested the time and effort to help him. And, and that's just it. Like having those mentors, having the champions um, that will really sit with kids and 
encourage them to tell their story, to share their thoughts, their feelings, their ideas, their artwork. We're just the tool, you know, but, but I really appreciate the opportunity to help empower the kids and, and let them feel what it's like to be a published author and, and achieve that success. You truly have a purpose-driven company and it is got to just be so rewarding just with, like you said with the thank yous and just knowing that you are changing little lives out there. I mean, I think we all wish we had companies that were that powerful. We all do what we can, but that is getting at the root of society basically and helping children just be expressive and, you know, work through issues, be artistic and creative, create escapes for them. Um, for you and me, much like Barbie did, <laughs> um, except this in a, in a little richer way, which is so incredibly cool. I am, I'm so glad that we connected because I think this is just, like I said, just a very, very powerful message that you have created and a company that you've created. So, um, Thank you so much. This has well, been fantastic. You. And I will have all your information with the podcast. And so people know how to direct their own children to scribble it and write their own books and draw their own drawings. And I'm going to love watching this evolve into more and more and more things for kids, because I think you're going to keep getting more thoughts and more of our kids are going to find it. So I, and I really hope they do because I, I think it is truly fantastic. So thank you so much for what you're doing. It's really, really fantastic. Thanks for the opportunity of sharing Scribble with you, Catherine. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Secret Art of Business is supported by Portfolio Creative. Portfolio Creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent. Go to PortfolioCreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts, we are creative, we are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes and let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.